This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Well, how's it hanging, ladies and folks? I'm Chris Arabazo. Welcome to a, uh, a Christmas holiday uh, spectacular. I am here joined by the one, the only, Gavin Riser, a.k.a. the Goblin cave boy absolutely it is i and you're right i am the last one i made sure of that <laughs> all, right, all right today ladies and folks we have a very special episode for y'all at home yes because for the first time in wizard scroll or goblin cave history on top of the prompts that we have been received we have also received a third mystery prompt for you the folks at home to figure out after you hear both tales indeed see if there you at a... home can spot the difference and if you can there is a special surprise in store for you hell yeah so i'm gonna get i got my fireball whiskey i got mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. let's see how many ounces is this a hundred milliliter bottle and i'm gonna put this in my nog right now this is one Damn. of the prompts by the way Nog? What? I thought it was snog. Oh, no, it was nog and frogs. Oh, oh, oh the fuck. the two uh, prompts. I'm sure it, it, we'll fix it in post. You'll be good. S- nog, snog and frogs. Oh. And, uh, and a third prompt that you may or may not figure out by the end of this episode. Indubitably. Indubitably, without further ado, what say you? We get started. A little festive. I take a little swig of my Bev. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Oh, that is strong. Mm. <clears throat> <laughs> you know, last time I drank a, a Fireball was Christmas time around 2019. <sighs> and I, st- I, I don't really drink whiskey at all, so we're going to find out live on the air what's going to happen. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Let's well, roll it. It gives let's you superpowers. It, it all right. sure does. Let's go. Cue to that intro music. Alright, so which one of us wants to go first? Uh, you know what? I'm thinking of a number between 1 and 2. 69. Alright, I'm going first. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, it was 2, by the way. Okay, so today's tale. Today's Christmassy, holiday, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, whatever you want to celebrate. The Today's Tale is called... Bah Humbug, starring Azataz the Wise. Alright, let's fucking go. I love Azataz. He is quite the character. If you haven't listened to the Wizard Scroll 
He's quite the guy. And you and I will say, I will say right here off the top, this tail 100% certified canon. Okay. All Wizard right. Scroll Canon official. And let's roll right into it. Bah humbug. The stars shone bright in the night sky, just like the diamonds from that one Rihanna song, as the camera panned through a telescope and up into outer motherfucking space. Oh shit. Into space. And then, from out of fucking nowhere, space trucking by Deep Purple began to play as none other than As It's Has the Wise zoomed through the cosmos in his little space pod. Hell yeah. The very same one he had stolen from the alien Schmo back in episode 203. Schmo deserved it. And though the thing was only like five feet in diameter, it, it you know like the in Dragon Ball Z the little uh, little escape pods that Vegeta uses. Yeah, yeah. It's just that if you want to think about it. But however, the inside it was only five feet on the outside, but inside, Azataz had done some magic to it because now it was spacious enough to live in comfortably. It was like a whole ass studio apartment in there, complete with futon, mini fridge, and dedicated growery for that good Damn. old wizard weed. He's taking it to the cosmos. He's going to enlighten the galaxy. He's going galaxy wide with that shit. Uh-oh, almost out of fuel, he bemoaned, eyeballing the depleted helium-3 fuel gauge. Plus, all this space trucking's got me feeling a little hungry. Okay. And so, with some blips and blops on the control pad before him, Azit has set his course for the nearby Space Wawa, where he intended to get two birds stoned at once. Wait, that's not right. I mean... <laughs> I mean, it'll get the job done. Sounds like it'll work. <laughs> oh, let me take a sip of my bev. Jeez Louise. Fuck, I'm like two sips in and I'm already like beyond spaced out. Literally. Behold the power of Fireball. Fireball. <laughs> Transition wipe two. Azataz, with both arms laden with food and with drink, he kicked open the space Wawa doors and ambled back outside. <laughs> the crisp Asteroid air blew through his beard, <laughs> those thin, wispy tendrils dancing in the breeze as he hungrily unwrapped his meal. And Gavin, Man. do you know? Do you know what a wizard orders from a space Wawa? Would well, you I got I got a lot of questions right now. Asteroid air? What he used to pay for all the snacks? What the fuck did he Whiz buy coin, in a of course. space Wawa? Wizcoin. All right, he's one of those. <laughs> That's one question. So he's at Space Wawa. He, he's, this asteroid has atmosphere, I guess. But do you know what a wizard orders from Space Wawa? I mean, what else does a wizard get besides the chips of Tobasco? He got a bag of those, but he also got the classic seasonal sandwich, the Gobbler, of course. We're oh, talking roast turkey, stuffing, cranberry sauce, mashed potatoes, gravy, and garlic aioli all inside a sandwich. Damn. That is the wizard's order. That is the wizard roll right there. Whoa, whoa, whoa. He's going to fall asleep at the fucking wheel. That sounds like a goddamn <laughs> meal. 
Plus, he had a 97-ounce pumpkin spice cold brew, a.k.a. the white girl's delight, a.k.a. the diarrhea special to wash it all down. <laughs> okay. So he's, he's balanced out. There's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with pumpkin spice. It gets a bad rep, right? It's good. It's, it's overhyped good. for sure. Hella good, hella overhyped uh, as well. All right, all right. Says you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I like it. I get it every year, but like when it's back, I'm like, eh, it's good. I wouldn't like, I'm not like standing in line at a fucking Starbucks for eight, uh, eight minutes, eight, eight years maybe. Just for mm, a fucking mm. a, a, an overpriced bev, like I'm like, it's good, not that okay. good. Like it's not good enough for me to go out of my way for it. Like if I'm getting coffee and it's October, November, December, pumpkin spice is on the menu. Yeah, I'll go for it. It's I'm good. there. Okay. Okay. Anyway, just <laughs> as he was about to partake in this most festive of meals, he was a guest. To hear the jingling of jingle bells and the clip-clopping of hooves rapidly approaching from the far reaches of space. Ah, shit. It can't be. Do you know who it is? Santa Claus. Mm, Perhaps. He didn't even have time to look upon the encroaching centaur's snow-white equine body. That chiseled human torso with the 69-pack abs, those rosy red cheeks. Didn't have time to take a passing glance at the guy's uncircumcised horse cock to know exactly who he was. But look upon him, he did. Namely because that most jolly of centaurs just so happened to have parked his iconic red sleigh right next to the wizard's pod and presently trotted right up to him with a big bright smile spread across his visage. Well, 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 if it isn't my old wizard high school cohort, Saul Centaurstein, a.k.a. Santor, a.k.a. the foreskin slinging slasher. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot I wrote that on this Damn. <laughs> yeah, that's what the noggle do to you. Yes, sir. As it's as the wise. God, it must have been over 6,900 years since we've seen each other. How have you been, old pal? Oh, I've seen plenty of you enough already, Saul. On greeting cards, on billboards, in those god-awful Sprite Cranberry commercials, guest-starring on holiday specials that my old Seaball plays non-fucking stop this time of year. And let's not forget the coup de gras. I've seen the lump of coal you've left in my wizard hat every Christmas morning for the past 6,920 years. I've seen enough of you to last me a wizard's age and then some. So what is it then? Have you and your damnable holiday finally decided to come torment me in the flesh? Actually, I was just stopping by for a quick gobbler to go. Delivering nine trillion presents to all the good alien children in the galaxy has got me famished. Though I'm starting to run a little behind schedule. Say, how would you like to give your old pal Sansor a helping hand delivering the rest of these bad boys? I'll even put you back on the nice list this year. What do you say? (laughs) That's a good deal. I don't know. Maybe he might take it. What do you think? Do you think he'll take it? I mean, 
He's got to. Those those little nine trillion alien kids. Nine trillion alien children looking you for gotta presents. You got to make sure that they have Christmas. Under the fucking, underneath the blip blop tree on Christmas morning. They don't have pine go, trees as in as alien as? land. Of course not. Fuck you and your list. Mm. I still haven't forgotten about the suffering I endured because of you back in <laughs> wizard math class all those eons ago. And then flashback harp sounds like... We'll get that in post. Teenage Azataz and Santor sitting next to one another in class, scribbling notes profuse, <laughs> profusely as Professor Swampass writes 2 plus 2 equals potleaf on the board with his frog tongue. <laughs> Damn. And also, San, uh, Santor sitting there chewing gum You got as the well. frog prompt in. Hey, Saul! The frog is there. Hey, Saul, you got any more gum? No, oh, man, sorry. That was my last piece. Cut two. That was over 6,900 years ago, Azzy. For goblin Jesus' <laughs> sake, you're all bent out of shape over a stick of gum? Bah humbug. Vine thud SFX. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot I wrote that. Boom. Dwayne The Rock Johnson raises one eyebrow as he says that. <gasps> You do realize that's like the equivalent of a racial slur to me, right? A bitch. I mean, he's right. Bah humbug is the worst thing you can say to a Santa-like creature. Like, that is literally shattering their entire worldview right there. A betrayal is a betrayal. No matter how small, no matter how long ago it may have occurred. Besides, I've always hated your shitty holiday anyway. Burn! Burning even more than this fireball down my gullet currently. Oh, fuck. <coughs> Some got down the wrong pipe there. <laughs> oh, excuse me. You alright? You're gonna die? That does it. Due to your grumpy attitude toward Christmas, you shall be visited by three ghosts tonight. And they shall show you the error of your ways. You think I give a goddamn gobbler about ghosts and shit? Fuck out of my way, you Markiplier sounding ass. I've got places to be. Oh yeah? Like where? Um... Space. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you. True that. <clears throat> the autopilot whirred in the background as Azatez slumped down onto his futon, bong in hand. Hell yeah. And as he hacked and wheezed his lungs up, busting his lungs with nary a lad to be seen, as he coughed up enough smoke to make even Snoop Dogg shed a single manly tear in awe and reverence. (laughs) (laughs) Shit, that bent me out of shape. A small ghostly creature had emerged from the ether. A centaur of sorts, half man and half horse, yes, Though the orientation of those halves wasn't quite right. Wait, wait. That's right. Do you know who this character it's, it's may be? It's the fucking 
guy from season one who's got the horse on top. This is a deep cut. That's right. This was wrong half. The reverse centaur <laughs> from like episode three Damn, or some it's been a shit. While. Floating above Azataz's head, wearing a Hello Kitty thong on his face to hide the fully functional and uncircumcised penis <laughs> that jutted out from his forehead like some fucked Hell up yeah. unicorn. <laughs> what the fuck are you? Hooey! I'm the ghost of Christmas past, and I'm here to show you the past. <laughs> In a flash of blinding white light, Azataz was transported back to those rose-tinted Halcyon Wizard High School days. <clears throat> it was Christmas. The first Christmas. The very day of Goblin Jesus' birth all those 69 eons ago. And the young wizard-to-be was absolutely trashed on whiskey-spiked eggnog and wizard weed. Just like a certain pair of fellas are tonight. That's us. The we're the one. Hell yeah. Young... Hell yeah, look at that. It's all cyclical. The cycle cyclical. is completed. The first... The first Christmas, there was bong smoke and alcohol and eggnog and... E- all these eons later, we're doing the same old shit, baby. Different years, same shit. The prophecy. I'll drink to that. Had been completed. <clears throat> Young Azataz and all his classmates were straight trapping in the dorm. Pimply-faced, peach-fuzz-having wizard teens played nog-pong. Mm. Doing some Wingardium Leviosa-ass shit to levitate the ping-pong balls into the cup. <laughs> the air was heavy with music, laughter... And weed smoke. But mostly weed smoke, because presently they were all in the midst of the world's first holiday hot box. A Christmas tradition. Hey, Saul! Past five is... Holiday hot box, and this is gonna be the second right now. Hey, Saul, pass five or six of those joints tied together in a rubber band over my way. And one for the lovely lady with the beautiful purple eyes. Oh. Oh, Azzy, tell me more about my eyes, she said while blinking really fast. Mm-hmm, with a heart mm-hmm. emoji. I mean, their, their bloodshot is fucked currently, but even still, I could stare into their depths till the end of time and then some. Umbrella, my love. <laughs> So this is like yeah, during yeah. it. This was during those <clears throat> rose-tinted high school teenage dream fucking necromancy major art hoe. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and then they both leaned in for a sloppy drunk open mouth kiss right there in the middle of the room. As Saul deftly placed a lit joint into each of their hands. <laughs> That's a wingman right there. <laughs> I just I just read the next line. I forgot I put it entirely. So, you want to see my spooky <laughs> cock? I'm not sure yeah, who I'm like sang be saying that. Because she's like a goth. <laughs> but maybe as it has. That's my guess. <clears throat> oh, my goddamn God. Look at me. I was so young. So naive. So happy. <laughs> Yeah, having friends to hang out with will do that to a guy. What's that supposed to mean? But before Wronghalf could reply, 
The door blasted off its goddamn hinges and crotchety old Headmaster Dumblesnatch barged into the party. <gasps> oh shit, Professor Dumblesnatch. <laughs> what in 420 blazes are you all doing in here? Drinking alcoholic beverages? Smoking wizard weed? Engaging in maladaptive behaviors? Oh, shit. Without oh, okay. me? Pass me one of those motherfucking joints, Mr. Centaurstein. It's high time I teach you lightweights how a real wizard smokes that shit. And the students cheered as the headmaster faced a whole joint in one rip and then went in for a keg stand and the keg was filled with eggnog and then we <laughs> eggnog stand. Patent that shit as we crossfade <clears throat> back to present day. Hooey, farewell, you washed up old fuck. Poof. And with that, wrong half was gone, leaving Azataz alone with his thoughts. Damn, that was one epic party. He hadn't been to a bash like that since... He couldn't remember. Oh, fuck. Damn. Oh, shit. Oh, baby, goblin, Jesus, no. Had Azataz the Wise peaked in Wizard High School? <laughs> no, it couldn't be. Azataz was a cool guy. A cool, old, murderous sociopath who couldn't make a friend to save his life... But he does funny fourth wall breaks all the time. That's fun and quirky, right? Oh, fuck. I do not like where this is going, Azatez said aloud. <laughs> yeah, he's having a little existential crisis right now. <laughs> all of a sudden, the ghost of Christmas present had appeared. A man-sized frog with a beard and wizard hat, clad in his iconic wizard cloak as he croaked his iconic wizard croak. Professor Swampass, what are you doing here? The frog is back. He was not shoehorned in. He was shoehorned in, but both feet were shoehorned in because he shows up twice. Ribbit, look at you. Withered ass, ancient ass, crotchety old ass wizard chilling all by his lonesome little elf on a shelf looking <laughs> ass self. You were my star pupil, Ribbit. And now look at you. Eating mashed potatoes on a sandwich like a fucking loser. That sounds like a good sandwich, though. He paused his wholesale roast. (laughs) He paused his wholesale... I've actually had a gobbler. It wasn't very good. It was like, I got it for lunch. Um, A couple days ago, at work, my lunch break, there's a Wawa, like, down the block. I grabbed the, the gobbler... And it was like, I opened it up, it was like the Soggler, it was all fucking soggy. And I was like, shit, this isn't that good. (laughs) Anyway, uh, Professor Swampass paused his wholesale roast of his former student to eat a fly off the wall (laughs) before continuing. You spent your entire life dedicated to your studies, and what has that gotten you? (laughs) Sad, alone. And covered in gravy and cranberry sauce on motherfucking Christmas Eve by yourself. When's the last time you've gotten your wizard wand wet? That's a good question. But Professor, don't you see? Shutting myself in. Blocking everyone else out. It was the only way to make time for my magical pursuits. Think of all the cool magical trinkets I've invented. My iconic x-ray specs from like episode one. My ingenious book staff of single-handed casting. (laughs) <laughs> Etc. You've got that shit ass backwards, dog. Aight, I'm out. Peace. <laughs> and then Professor Swampass disappeared in another puff of smoke, but not without a final ribbit. And you heard it just yeah, before. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to do it again. Rude. All right. 
Where's this third ghost at? Let's just get this over with. <laughs> and then in the in the, in the margins, I wrote laugh from Michael Jackson's okay. thriller. <laughs> <laughs> the lights cut out all spooky-like for a moment before flickering back on. Except now, the lights were all red and evil-looking. Ooh, oh, spooky! <gasps> A skeleton ghost! But the Halloween special was last month! <laughs> the ghost of Christmas future now stood in the middle of Azataz's studio apartment, all ominous and shit, clad in a long black cloak, holding a scythe in one hand and a King Kongzilla-sized joint in the other, like all fucking cliche and shit, except for the joint, that was pretty cool. Slowly, he brought the joint to his jaws and took a rip. His eye holes glowing like Sans Undertale as he faced that whole goddamn joint and blew the smoke oh, in the damn. wizard's face. Sans Undertale, baby. We made the Undertale reference. Only took two years. So, what's your deal? You're gonna pass that shit or you're just gonna stand there and freak me the fuck out <laughs> some more? No reply. So, how can I help you, you little freak? You want a bong rip? A bite of my gobbler? A glass of milk? What's the deal here? After a pregnant moment, the ghost snapped his fingers like Thanos, and they were transported to, like, episode 308 or some shit. Oh, damn. The comms device lit up with a message from a familiar trio of vengeance seekers. That's right. It was none other than the alien Schmo, the Huntress Scarletta, and Crystal the motherfucking Raddest. And they were pissed. As it has the wise, prepare to meet your demise. What? Impossible! I banished you! What are you three doing here? Killing your ass, that's what. As it has is watching his own no. death right now. With the press of a button, a barrage of plasma bullets blasted a big old hole into the hull of Azataz's no. pod. He was almost sucked out by the vacuum of space, but was able to block the hole with his wardrobe just in time. Then the wizard lurched for the cockpit and grabbed a hold of the steering wheel, spun it madly, and went into a corkscrew. Evasive maneuvers! Give up, old man. You're toast. <laughs> Poppycock! I'm the most powerful wizard in the known universe. I cannot be defeated. He blasted some magic missiles into the torpedo hull, out toward the rival ship, but Scarletta manned the shields with ease. The wizard's attack simply bounced off and careened into a nearby planet, killing yeah. thousands of innocents as Crystal punched some more buttons, which released the whole goddamn arsenal on the wizard's teeny tiny little five-foot ship. He managed to summon a force field of protection just in time, but there were too many laser beams, too many plasma bolts, too many space torpedoes and all that other shit for even Azataz the Wise to defend himself against for long. Impossible! How am I supposed to drive, shoot, and defend all at once? He asked aloud. With a little something called teamwork, that's how... Scarletta said as she pressed the biggest <laughs> button of them all. The button that was like three times bigger than the one oh, you damn. were just thinking about. And when she pressed it, a giant fucking laser gun popped out and fired a big fucking Death Star caviar laser beam straight for as it's as his ship. No! <laughs> Our table! It's <laughs> broken! <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and as it says, that's currently how he dies. Well, that, okay. In this up. timeline, as it has awoke Shit. in a cold sweat, half-eaten gobbler still resting on his chest. He eyed the clock, which read 11.69 p.m. He could invest in some better engines to get the fuck out of Dodge when that happens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was not... He That was just a vision of the future. He didn't actually die, if that no, was your no. question. I'm just, I'm just saying, that now that he knows how to avoid it in the future... <laughs> he knows how he's about to die. He knows how he's gonna die in episode 308 or some shit. So he's still got like a season and a half to get there. But he's gotta do yeah, something. Yeah. It wasn't too late, though. Cut to... Santor soared across the cosmos, delivering presents to all the good little alien children as he fired rap box after rap box down through the windows and chimneys with his slingshot. Oh, jeez. I don't think I'll be able to empty my whole sack in time. Christmas is ruined. Not if I have anything to say about it, you pussy-ass bitch. Azzy, you came. What kind of friend would I be leaving you hanging on the most important night of the year? Now let's deliver some motherfucking presents, ya boy! And lo, together they delivered like nine trillion presents and Christmas was saved. And the next morning, Azataz awoke to a sight wholly unfamiliar to him. His space pod's interior had been decorated while he slept. The walls adorned with tinsel and wreaths and paper snowflakes and candy canes and shit. He quickly checked the inside of his hat and found it was clear of coal. And then his gaze darted to the far side of the studio apartment, where one of Azataz's pot plants now stood three times larger than the rest. Its buds now hewn bright red and white with a star-shaped bong (laughs) on top, (laughs) a.k.a. Stoner Christmas. And underneath that makeshift tree was a lone wrapped box. So the wizard opened it up. And nearly broke down in tears with what he saw inside. It's what I've always wanted. A single stick oh. of gum. Oh. <laughs> Finn. Hell yeah, that was really good. I was so happy with how this came out. Thank Damn. you. Damn. All right, all right. So. 100% certifiable canon. You heard it here first. Wizard Scroll stamp of approval. And you know what? Fuck it. Last time I was on Goblin Cave, that one's <laughs> canon too. I don't give a shit. That fucking episode I did, uh, Dungeons and Doobies, episode three, go check the Shane and Connor out. That's canon too. It doesn't even, it's not even part of the universe. It was a Dragon Tail parody. It's fucking canon. I don't give a fuck. I'm on Eggnog and Bong Nog oh, Supreme. Just, hang on. It's Christmas. I'm under the mistletoe right now. I'm going to kiss you. I kissed the mic. I'm sure the audience appreciates anyway, that. I was, I was going to say bong nog. Is that where you just fill the bong with nog and then you drink it after you use it? Yeah, that's what it is now. <laughs> Quite powerful. I didn't have a I didn't have a thing in mind when I said bong nog. I just looked at the bong. I looked at my nog and I was like <laughs> bong nog. But I think you gave it a very good definition. That's probably the most um, logical. Tastes good. Step. Makes you powerful. I doubt it. I doubt it would taste very good. However, it is festive, so I'll give it that. <laughs> all right, all right. That was a good story. That was... All right. So, what do you say we Let's transition get some more over music to your story of nog <clears throat> frogs and a yeah? Third see if the audience item. can guess that. You know, have you discovered it yet? Have you have you figured it out quite yet? Uh, maybe maybe Gavin's story yes. will help you 
know what the prompt is once we get to it. The Fable and Folly Network supports creators of exceptional audio stories, including the one you're listening to right now. If you love our shows, we want to hear from you. Complete our listener survey at fableandfolly.com slash survey. This will help us learn more about you, what you like, what you'd like to hear more of, and how we can maintain an inclusive, safe atmosphere. As a thank you for your participation, we have extras and behind-the-scenes content from your favorite shows. Fans make the network what it is. Thanks for listening, and we can't wait to hear from you. Find our listener survey at fableandfolly.com slash survey today. Roll the music. My God, this is fucking. Yeah. This is amazing. I haven't had fucking cinnamon whiskey like this in so long. I haven't had whiskey at all in so long. And fuck, yeah, this is this is this shit. Yeah, yeah. It's different. I, uh, I also got right here. Um, yeah. Aside from the cinnamon whiskey, I got this thing called U L L R, and uh, it's it's mm-hmm. it's a uh, peppermint schnapps. Mm. Added that to some. Oh, it's adding that, that to tea right now. Not fucking bad. Oh shit! It's Fuck. potent. I'm coming to Christmas <laughs> at your house. All right, all right. Well, I got some fucking bong <laughs> nog. That's all I got over here. <clears throat> Let's hear that story. I'm fucking ready. I got my teddy bear. I got my blanket. I'm all, all right. tucked in. That's that's, that's a good. Uh, it's good vibe. I think the audience should take a take a hint from that. Get cozy because this is going to be a very heartwarming Christmas tale. Actually, not Christmas at all. No, Aww. Dank Steve's Miss Eve. Ooh. All right, ladies. You know it's funny you mention that. It's funny you mention that because back in Wizard Scroll Season One, I used to call Christmas. Oh Steve-mas. shit. Oh shit. But then I retconned it. I retconned it because it was it was awkward to it say. It is awkward to say. So you can keep it. We both discovered it. Yeah. So I, I just made it Christmas. Like when I did the Christmas uh, Christmas special, mm-hmm. I was just like, "Fuck it, whatever." It'll get more clicks anyway, and it, it 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 it's still going pretty good. It's December now. Check out my Christmas special from last year. Is pretty damn good. Ah. Anyway. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I'm sorry for rambling. Dear Go listeners, I hope you are snug, for this is a tale that will surely tug at the heartstrings. I don't fucking know. I'm just kind of going right off the top of my head here. <laughs> All right. Let me tell you, dear listeners, a tale of snog and friendship and frogs. On this Steve's... Mm-hmm. And probably something else. Is friendship the third mystery point? No. Guesses in the comments below. I'm telling you right now, that's not it. <laughs> <laughs> I still got two more yeah. guesses. All right, I think you can guess. <clears throat> <laughs> I might. I don't know. I'm pretty drunk right now. <laughs> On this Steve's Miss Eve, we celebrate the one true meaning of the season. Well, two. Those, of course, being snog and friendship. Two great and powerful treasures that can only be found anywhere, even in the twisted and dark realm known as Dracus. 
And despite the best efforts of the Dreadmore government, even they cannot stamp out this holiday cheer in the most famed prison of complexes. Fuck, I am drunk too, man. I, I butchered that sentence, but you get the point. I'm not redoing it. I'm so drunk, I didn't even notice you. Hell yeah. It, so I think Here we go. I just rip bong some more. That's right. Jean Tanamo Bay, Spa and Resort and Political Prison. <laughs> <laughs> it's famous for its waterboarding. Jean Tanamo Bay. <laughs> <laughs> Got me harder than I thought. Yeah, it yeah. Would. It's famous for its waterboarding. <laughs> <coughs> ah. Yes, despite the name, it's actually a really shitty place. They don't even let you. I yeah, wouldn't have thought. They don't even let you bring pina coladas into the sauna. And I admit, maybe I it's can't. not the smartest move of all, but I'll be damned if I let the fucking knife ears tell me what I can and cannot do in the sauna. Amen. Fucking preach that shit. <laughs> Anyways, this is not a tale as to why I'm banned from all reputable establishments on this island, but rather a tale <laughs> of cheer and holiday joy. <laughs> and with that, dear listener, I take you to the dungeon beneath Guantanamo. Here, where the most based of criminals are sent to rot. <laughs> I still don't know what based means. I've heard it like fucking 85 times, and I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? Based yeah, on what? Based, based, based on what? Is it based on a fucking true story? Because I know this story based is. Based on like the, uh, like the, right. the kind of like lower instincts that a human has, you know? Like, what's like true to the self, uh -huh. right? Nothing nothing that the ego has to uh, any sway over. You know, what's at the heart? Uh, I guess that... That's a good... You know what? This is the first time I'm actually hearing a definition, so I'll just... Yeah, that's what I believe, but then again, I made that up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still stick with That's my headcanon now. Here, where the most based of criminals are sent to rot, where the wise ones, who would no doubt weasel their way out of court, are sent to rot as well, and here, where the political prisoners, who no trial shall ever be seen, are sent to rot. "'Twas the night of mm. dank Steve's Eve, and all through the cell blocks. Not a chain was being rattled, not even the locks. For the elven guards knew, oh so well and true, when the light of Iris shone bright, you best get the fuck out of sight, or the halls will be tinted <laughs> with a blood-red hue. Oh shit, this is rhyming and shit, oh yeah. my god. <laughs> Mad fucking props. Holy shit, I just realized yes. the timing. Is it like that the whole time? No, no, it's it sort of... Uh, it, no, just this little bit in the beginning? After, yeah, there's like the intro, and then I got to the rotting, and then now it's rotting. Oh. All right. I love this. This is fucking insane. For on this most auspicious occasion, it was an invitation for the mankin and half-breeds of this land to gather and unite under great Stevel's might. For it was now, under the eye of the Watcher, the beastmen here did saunter. They would sing and they'd dance, and share gifts given the chance. Where the mankin of every nation, province, and city would gather round and sing a great ditty, and put aside blood feuds and party together like righteous dudes. <clears throat> 
And within these walls did the sound of jiggling bells fill the halls. With a chorus of laughter and merriment did the annoyed elven guards lament. Their warden, a buzzkill, did grumble through his teeth. Why can't those damn half-breeds just shut up and go back to sleep? And in his wretched mind, he did hatch a plan one of a kind. If he couldn't have his quiet on this most holy night, he would wreak havoc and give them a fright. Is this some fucking How the Grinch Stole Christmas-ass shit? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> this is already a fucking the, the holiday tale for the ages, and I'm like two seconds in, like shit. Alright, thanks bro. I can't wait to hear the rest. He cackled a hoarse laugh that drowned in the noise of the jolly banter that gave him his poise. For the makeshift gifts of all cultures were being shared among the inmates. From one heart to another, a jester was all that it takes to melt away a feud that lasts a lifetime. Such was the magic of evil Stevel's nighttime. Paintings of colored sand Crafted by deft hand of cricket men from far off land, gifted to a frogman who once lived in the bogland, an amphibian had never seen such wonderful sight. He thought we got our frog. Yeah, he thought this couldn't be right. Sand was a rarity in his home, and such a gift would surely be owned by a king or a regent, not an inmate so recent. Tears of joy welled in his weird bulging frog eyes, and the cricket man was in for a surprise. When the frogman sighs, I've no gift to give you, my friend, and for that I must apologize, he ribbited. The cricket man chirped. Ribbit. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> the cricket man chirped and held the frogman with two of his six bug arms. It's Steve's Miss Eve, not a flea market. We gather for holly and jolly, not sweaters and dumb shit. They laughed, and they... <laughs> they laughed, and they sang strange songs, creating a chorus unlike any other, till the lens of the story did shift to another. The warden, who crept like a roach in the dark, he had in his sight the targets he marked. T'was a toilet in the snake man's cell, where his eyes did fell. But it was not for the sake of this warm seat did this elven bastard creep. T'was the prize in the tank, not the bull did he seek. Seven bottles of snog and the scales so chic. And we got our nog. Yeah, snog. It's different. Snog. S snog. What is, what is the difference between snog and nog? Snake. Let's hear it straight from the fucking goblin's mouth. Snake nog. Snake nog. Snog. So made of snakes? Snake eggs. Or it's milked snake nipples? Yeah, both, actually. Okay, so snake milk and snake eggs make snog. Yeah. And some, like, cinnamon and vanilla and all those other, the other stuff. The clove, garlic, not clove, garlic, cloves mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and hooves. Everything. And, uh... Everything you find in a prison. Eye of newt. Uh. Eye of newt, uh, bar of soap. It's actually really good. <laughs> I'm just... I bet it is. It sounds really good. Snake Nog? I would try it. That's like anti-venom. That's like protects you from snake bites. Oh, we'll see about that. It's canon. We'll, right we'll see about that, actually. Mm, okay. All right. He grabbed up the Snog as a chilled in preparation during its last-minute fermentation to be a libation to take this party in the 69th fucking gear. 
Hell yeah. The warden was quick, his hand shaking with fear of what down the hall he did hear. The snakeman did laugh and said, I'll return with drinks and soon this party will turn. Up. You know, turn up for what? <laughs> <laughs> turn up on a Wednesday. Mm. Oh, how right he was, but not in that way. Did the scummy warden chuckle and say, he dripped a dropper of confiscated snake venom into each awaiting glass. May oh. this party be your last. <laughs> yes. And then he turns around, his eyeballs are yellow. Soon. Soon. <laughs> Halloween special was last month. What are you doing here? <laughs> the well-practiced warden then slinked out of frame. When the half-snake man finally came, he collected his nog and hummed a sweet song that reminded him of a home he had not seen for long. The party was raucous and joyous to boot, and music did play from a makeshift bone flute. Bone flute. So someone's, like, bone came out. Yeah. So, like, I'm assuming someone was murdered, their bone was harvested, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then someone, like, whittled it into a flute. Yeah, exactly. That's festive. <laughs> Hey, man, it's Rontuanimo. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right. And the joy that was made was hard to contain, for they all shared in moss harvested from the shower drain, and the fumes permeated their brains, did bolster the celebration and brotherly refrain. With the smoking moss? Yeah. <laughs> Does it get them high, or is it Yeah, it's dank moss, dude. <laughs> Dank Moss, oh shit, the world's third holiday hotbox, right here in the prison. <laughs> John Tonimo Bay. <laughs> yep. And shrooms grown under the mattresses in their rooms sent the consciousness <laughs> sent the consciousnesses of some between the twin moons. They are literally. That is now they're turning up. Oh man, they're now it's a party. And now the snake nogs here, Truly dude. They're fused. fucking gone. Hell yeah, the snog. Fuck yeah, that's a good night. I I would be arrested and waterboarded just for the privilege of being there for that night. Dude, I hear the waterboarding's all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. It'd be nogboarded instead, because it's Christmas. You just get there and they put a bag over your head and you're like. Bro, this is not what I thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> the warden was struck with a mood like no other. Why go back to the station when he could watch them suffer? He took his position from behind the door frame and steadied himself, lest these beasts prove non-tame. The snake men rejoiced and exclaimed through snake voice, Guys, let's get fucking wasted. Hell yeah, I'll drink to that. Ah, me Clink. too. All right. He dished out some cups and started pouring away when he sensed something weird in a way. Oh, wait, just one second. He bided his time. I forgot the snake poison antidote that tastes like key lime. Oh shit! Key lime antidote. Yeah, yeah, you gotta. Fuck! They thought of everything. Like this, like you make anti venom like out of snakes, right? Yeah, out of the venom. You like pull the venom and then you like add some shit in it to make it reverse. 
Is that how it works? I I don't know. I think you just take part. I think that's it. I think you take part of it out, right? You got it. I mean, I'm I'm a scientist, all right? Yeah, I'm a... I drank a whole 100 milliliter of Fireball. I got a PhD now, and uh, I'm thinking that's correct. I don't know. That's true. But Kids at home? It's true. If you it's drink canon. an entire bottle of Fireball, you get a PhD. In Dracus, that's canon. Yeah, 100%. All right. <laughs> <laughs> He squirted it straight into each cup, making a potent brew for all here to sup. A rather strange concoction, most unpleasant to think about, but as far as flavor goes, it was hard to sort out. Somewhere between steaming hot nog and a cool sweet colada, a freshly fermented booze did sting a lot of. That is actually key lime nog? Fuck, I should have got key lime when I was at the store today. Yeah, man, he's onto something. Fuck. I'll definitely like, try that's it. Li- yeah, that's like a pina colada. Yeah, but, but like with nog. Like, what the fuck's going on with here? nog, maybe some frogs, maybe a third mystery item. Is the third mystery item perhaps... Mm-mm, uh, we'll see. Mm, we'll see. Reptile? Oh. Is it reptile? Is that my, that's my second of three guesses? Is that the mystery prompt? I'm going to go ahead and say that it is not the second of three prompts, but... You're getting warmer. Just hold it. Just hold it till the I'm end. I'm getting warmer. Okay. I'll hold, I'll hold my final guess until I've heard the entire tale. Yes. <clears throat> but now power coursed through their veins, and evil Stevel took the reins. A riotous time was had by all, especially that warden who was dragged out of the hall. He was captured. By what? What? <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. He- the warden. <laughs> He was captured and squealed and cried. With that venom, you should have all died. The half-breeds hissed and laughed, and the warden's hands they then tied. What would a Steve's feast be without the main course? Announced a fella with the body of a horse. Oh, shit, it's Santor. Yeah. It's all prison, Jack. Santor's cousin. It's, it's, uh, yeah, Jerry what the... Centarstein. <laughs> yeah, Jerry Centarstein. <laughs> From IRL 12. It's just, that's Tannen, that's him. He's here. I don't know what he did to get arrested. Hi guys, I'm Jerry from Mile 12. I'm a centaur now. <laughs> <laughs> the warden is fat and so ripe with fear. I could think of no better way to ring in the new year. And so, hopped up on every drug they've ever heard of, the beast folk pulled out their utensils and ripped the screaming warden apart. They ate they every ate last part, except for the still-beating where... heart. What? Still beating? Yes. How, how is that? Magic. What? For Magic? The... <laughs> oh, that explains it all. For that, they saved, in honor of evil Stevel, their shepherd, their leader, they reveled in this retrieval and <laughs> of an offering so heartwarming <laughs> that the blood-stained room started malforming the walls began to melt as the beastmen then felt the love of evil stevel's gaze upon this peak of moon phase as the moon's irises light shone the walls of incarceration and stone were no more than rubble and bone at last they what yes at last they, they were free ate a guy and this happened? They offered the heart to evil Stevel, and then some magic happened, and the walls are gone. Hell, that's how it works. That's how it do. Fuck, a true Steve's Miss Miracle. Yeah. 
At last they were free, and they gave thanks to he, who had indeed heard their plea. Ho, ho, ho! Merry dank Steve's miss, and to all a dope night! Echoed a voice from the heavens. Is that Santa? No, it's it's Evil Steve. <laughs> <laughs> evil Steve just dressed up like Santa. He turns to the camera. <laughs> yeah, and and he's. It's not described here, but like Evil Steve when he's when he's on Dragus, he's just depicted as like a giant flaming eyeball. So yeah, he's got like a hat. You know, I was actually picturing evils when I heard Evil Steve. I just thought of like. I don't know, some kind of, like, Red Demon Adventure Time-looking character. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But Eyeball, I like a lot better. He'll he'll get a body He's when he comes a- down later, but that's... Uh, oh, this is late okay. in the game. That's, like, episode 308 or some shit. Yeah, something like that. I don't <laughs> like fucking know. Future. Anyways, here many a monster had made a new friend. And here, dear listener, does this tale end. Remember that it isn't the gifts you give and receive, but the love and the friendship that you perceive. The doobies you roll and are passed to a friend is the true meaning of Steve's and this tale's end. P.S. A small fairy uses the warden's foreskin to parachute and later sail uh, <laughs> to escape the prison <laughs> and the island. Hold on. Aha, Eureka. Uh, oh. You have it? You got the it? The third. The third prompt? Mystery prompt. My final guess. My third and final guess. Is it? Foreskin. You are correct. You win <gasps> the prize. I will send you a you picture. You win a new car. No, I'm going to send da, you a da, picture da, of urine in a cup. Da, da, da. <gasps> urine in a cup. Yeah. Even better. All Drink right, up. dear listeners. It's fucking Steve's miss. Urine in a cup. The best thing since snog. Hell yeah. Anyone else who guesses uh, guesses that can send me an email, and I will send you an uh, <clears throat> an image of your cup. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so honored to be the first to have that image. I'm looking at it right now. Mm, mm-hmm. Very yellow, very dark. Yeah, I need more like water. It looks like Fireball whiskey in a glass. Yeah, th- I'm gonna say that. <laughs> There's water in whiskey, right? I could just keep doing this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's the end of the story. That was an incredible tale. I was enraptured every minute. Fucking get uh, ha- uh, Hallmark on the horn. Mm-hmm. The Hallmark Channel latest holiday tale. Uh, John Tonimo Bay, the <laughs> warden's foreskin gets fucking used as a slingshot. <laughs> they would depict that on that channel for sure. That wholesome channel. Oh man, just a fucking a man getting carved up and eaten like a Thanksgiving turkey and, and the heart and the foreskin remain and nothing else if, if I was gonna if I was gonna like film it right like I, I'm, I'm kind of torn between like whether the Christmas music sorry the Steve's music in the background would just like stop for like 20 full minutes while just like the warden screaming like no 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 <laughs> and then just like the it's sound of like 20 straight minute shot no cuts yeah no fucking alternate any takes or anything it's just them feasting yeah on an actual human Elf. and that's it if they fuck up the shot they gotta find a new actor and start <laughs> over <laughs> yeah that that's or alternatively 
the Steve Smith's music just starts playing louder. Oh yeah, that's probably or in a fucking major or minor key. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's it. It's just like G major or whatever with the inverted uh, colors. Yeah. And then it's just like fucking glitchy effects on the screen. <laughs> and like blood spatter like hits the camera lens and like droops down. Like the I'm, camera. I'm seeing it in my head right now. We the gotta, camera like, just like the, hits the ground, like. goes on its side, and then is like dragged back. <laughs> and then like. <laughs> That'd be fucking funny, man. I'm loving this director's cut that we're building right now. Yeah. <laughs> gotta get fucking Walt Disney on the horn. We gotta grab his uh, frozen head from the basement of Disney Studios mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and show him what we've got. This is what the 21st century man Craves. finds entertaining. Mr. Mister Disney put us on, and that's it. <laughs> you and me, stardom right there. Hell yeah, hell yeah. You wrote it, but I'm still, I'm gonna be there too. We're all in this together. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right. All right. That was a fucking uh, Christmas-tacular tale. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, of course, Gavin, for coming on. Happy to be here. Um, if you, If you would like to see more of Gavin's work at the Goblin Cave Pod, check it out. Be linked in the episode description. If you'd like to plug anything else, go for it. I hear you've got a a nice project in the work as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, I do that that project I'm working on. Um, Yeah, okay, I'm making a RPG um, for the RPG zine thing on, what is it? Patreon. Kickstarter, right? Yeah, Patreon. Oh, Patreon? They moved it? Or, wait, what the fuck? I thought it was Kickstarter. Kickstarter, that's the one. Yeah! <laughs> I remembered and you forgot. I forgot, dude. I'm I'm getting toasted. What is this, schnapps? I got 45%? <laughs> I drank... Uh, I, I milked a frog and put that in my nog. Yeah. I think I got some frog... I got some frog venom and some frog antidote as well. Yo, I hear there's so this, all uh, out. Key lime. There's a toad that you could smoke the venom out of. Really? Yeah, I hear it gets, like, re- high, too. Ooh, my favorite kind. <laughs> <laughs> no, there was this one time I was, um... A friend of mine came over, and I was like, Yo, I just got this new bong. You want to try it? And he was like, yeah, I'm going to smoke that bong. And I'm like, are you sure you're going to be able to handle it? And he's like, yeah, I smoke all the time. I want to hit that bong. He fucking hit the bong. Literally fucking spent the next two hours in psychosis, like screaming and like squirming around on my floor. He took a glass and he threw it against the wall. It was fucking bad. Like Like I had to tackle him to the ground and like pin him down until he stopped fucking writhing. I gave him some water, and I fucking put him on the couch, and he just slept it off. But fuck, he was... I thought he was permanently like that. I don't know what I did. <laughs> fuck, no, I... <laughs> That's that Death Star caviar. Dude, I had, I had, a, I had a, a friend that, like, I, just, I smoked with, and, like, they, they were having, like, a bad trip. And I felt so bad that, like, I just... I was, mm. I was really high, too, so I just, like, threw the bong away. I'm like, I'm never using that bong again. It's cursed. Can't believe this. It it did it to my friend. I'm like, I can't have this cursed object in my life. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to have to go dumpster diving for that shit. 
It's like one of those like twelve dollar acrylic ones. It wasn't anything. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, shit happens. All right, dear listeners, it was a pleasure having you on board for this Christmas Steve's Miss special. Hell yeah! Thanks for having me on. Yeah, no, it was great having you, man. Your story this was fucking was intense. A fucking pleasure. I am so glad to have told it. And like I said, hundred percent certifiable foreskin guarantee. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, if there's anything else, oh yes, check out uh, the Wizard Scroll. Check out the Wizard Scroll. I've been two. seeing a lot of new episodes coming out, and it's going a crazy direction. I've just been. I mean, yeah, Wizard Hang is coming out. Those are gonna keep cranking out when I can. I actually do. Uh, Gavin, I didn't tell you, I recorded with some with some mutual friends of ours. From the good old uh, Omega Star Seven. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, Those guys are fucking amazing. You got to check out Omega Star Seven. Fucking best podcast in town. Third best, uh, counting myself and Gavin's, of course. Yeah, I um, saw you. Uh, you you uh, cameoed as the bartender. Yes. On their episode. That was so much fun. That was so much fun. I will fucking like anytime those guys need a voice. Uh, you got a guy right here. I can do a lot of voices, as you heard today in my tale. Indeed. You can do old man. I can do older man. I can do frog man. <laughs> I can do child. I can do female. I can do uh, female number two. And I can do... I can do the robot voice as well. Yeah, that's pretty fucking good. So fuck. Hit me you up You got if, yourself uh, a good old voice actor right here. Hit me up if you need a snake voice. <laughs> a low effort one. Snake. That is. <laughs> All right. Well, there we are. Oh, yeah. We're at the end of the ta- of the end of the road. All right. This was this is going to be a holiday tradition for sure. Every year I'm going to pop this good old episode on. I'm going to laugh about foreskins yeah. and other things. And fuck. Yeah, this this Fireball whiskey Powerful. certified Wizard Scroll foreskin cannon. That shit hits different. Yeah. Anyway, I think we should wrap it up about now. It's been about an hour. Let's, uh... Alright, goodbye. Everyone. Until next year. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> next year when I release Merry my next episode. Merry Christmas! Oh, and then Santa looks at the camera with his eyes all yellow and <laughs> Rudolph's nose starts bleeding blood. The end. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Dum Dums and Dice would like to welcome you to the grim darkness of the 41st millennium in the Valentine Heresy, an actual play podcast set in the Genesis adaptation of Warhammer 40,000's Dark Heresy RPG. Newly promoted Inquisitor Lucius Valentine has received visions of the death of the immortal God Emperor. With few options before him, he teams up with hive-bred criminal siblings Lyric and Alto. Together, they must defeat a cabal of shadowy foes to save the Emperor 
and the Imperium. Can this trio of unlikely heroes survive in a galaxy where there is only war? The Emperor is going to die in a year. My job is to make sure the Emperor doesn't die. Because if the Emperor dies, the Astronomicon goes out. And the only thing keeping the Imperium alive is the fact that we have a very large navy and a very large army and space marines, and they shoot everyone. It's delightful. Praise the Emperor. Thanks for that. But if the Astronomicon goes out, we have no navy, we have no ability to defend ourselves, and the Xenos and Chaos will overrun us instantly because there will be no defense. So every planet will turn out like Galen's glory? And that would be the best case scenario. Which is why we need to keep the Emperor on his throne. I spit in my palm and put my hand out for a handshake. Am I supposed to do something in return? Is this... I'm sorry, I just don't know what this is. Alto's like, yeah, like this. He spits in his hand and puts it out towards you as well. Then I spit in both palms and shake their hands separately. (laughs) We have an inquisitorial band. Warhammer 40,000, the Valentine Heresy. Available now.